If not for injury, Matt Boldy may have been the Calder Trophy winner for this past season. So what will he do in year two? We discuss season expectations for Matt Boldy today on Locked on Wilds. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we take a look at season expectations for Mr. Matt Boldy coming off of a very strong rookie campaign that was unfortunately cut a little short due to injury. But we'll take a look at what to expect from Boldy this year as well as points projections and storylines surrounding Boldy for the 2022-2023 season. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your top choice for all things Minnesota Wild hockey. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and now guiding you through the offseason here on Lockdown Wild. And a lot of news coming out here uh, this week. We've got the dates for training camp. We've got the official roster for training camp. So look for a breakdown of that coming up for you tomorrow here on Locked on Wild. But wanted to continue with our season expectations episodes and uh, diving in to uh, a guy who will be a big focal point of the offense for the Wild this year. That, of course, is Matt Boldy. And it was an interesting up-and-down season for Boldy. And by that, I mean, started off the season looking like he was going to be just a huge part of this team, had a dominant training camp, unfortunately then ended up getting hurt, which led to him not making his debut until well into the season. And the numbers, in and of themselves, all told, are uh, pretty impressive. Boldy ended up playing in 47 games, he had 15 goals, 24 assists for a total of 39 points and uh, had 10 points on the power play as well. Uh, and uh, so just had uh, a lot that he brought to the table for this Minnesota Wild team. Now some of the other stats shot 13% from the, uh, from the ice on 113 shots. So uh, not super out there. Uh, in terms of uh, a shooting percentage, but uh, certainly was pretty gifted in finishing the opportunities that he got with his line mates, which we'll talk about here in a second, but ended up finishing as a uh, as eighth in the Calder Trophy race. Had he played the full season, not necessarily all the games, but a full season, I think he would have been the one that won the Calder Trophy because when he entered into the picture with the line of Kevin Fiala and Freddie Goudreau, that line just hit another level. We looked at the points pace that each player on the, that line uh, started with 
come January once this line was fully formed. Boldy was at just under 30 goals, 42 assists, so right around a 70-point pace with that line combination. You had Kevin Fiala, who was at 107-point pace, and Freddie Goudreau was at a 63-point pace. So you look at it, had Boldy done that in his rookie season, I think he wins the Calder Trophy in a runaway. Now, obviously, missed a good portion of the season, which is why he was not uh, even a finalist uh, for that award. But nonetheless, we talk about him being an X factor for this team and for what led to that dominance from the Fiala and Boldy and Goudreau line. That line, however, will not be intact heading into this season because obviously Kevin Fiala no longer on the team. And so expectations are high for what Matt Boldy brings to the table after such a successful rookie season in which it didn't look like the NHL level was over his head uh, and that he was capable of playing and exceeding at the NHL level. Expectations for him are going to be that he finds a way to take it that one step up. You lose an 85-point score in Kevin Fiala, and with the anticipation that Marco Rossi will be the one that fills that roster spot, it's going to fall to Boldy to fill a majority of the production. So you take what he did in the 47 games, you extrapolate that to an 82-game pace, you're going to hope that he can be a 25-30 to goal scorer and somewhere around... 70 to 75 points. So the expectation is that with all these other players on this wild roster that had career seasons, the expectation is going to be that Boldy is the one that steps up to be the number two option on this team with all of those other guys still being options to score if needed. But it's expected that Boldy's going to be the one to be the um, that score with Kirill Kaprizov being the number one clear cut expectations are that Boldy will step up and take that role that Kevin Fiala had this past season so in terms of expectations for what Boldy um, will be doing here this season could not be higher but I think there's a lot of excitement about Boldy's game after what we saw this past season, and especially just in the other facets of the game. I mean, power play-wise was uh, was a huge asset there and just has a passing ability that is something that really sets him apart from some of the other guys who played down in Iowa and his ability to just take opportunities and make the most of them set him apart as a very, very dangerous scoring threat for this Minnesota Wild team and one that they're going to need to have a good season in order to uh, help offset some of that lost production. Now, what do the stats look like for Boldy for this upcoming season? We'll take a look at the projections and see if we think it's possible he hits or misses those marks as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. 
BetOnline is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. You can find all the latest football league developments, plus game matchups, news, and podcasts, including the full slate of NFL and college games. BetOnline.net is also your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of that and so much more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just as a reminder, make sure that Locked on NHL is your second listen as we gear up for the start of the season with all of the news and notes throughout the National Hockey League. Some notable retirements today, so make sure to check out the Locked on NHL podcast for full reaction to those players and more free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stats projections. You'd be surprised at what the projected numbers are for Matt Boldy for this upcoming season. Uh, And so once again, we turn our attention to ESPN Fantasy Hockey and uh, let them explain. Boldy made his NHL debut in early January as a 20-year-old and made an immediate impact. When all was said and done in his rookie campaign, he finished with 15 goals, 39 points, including 10 with the man advantage and a plus 17 rating in 47 games. Boldy was the number 12 overall selection in the 2019 draft, so the pedigree is there, but few could have possibly imagined his transition to the professional ranks going so seamlessly. Boldy should be worth a mid-to-late round fantasy pick this coming year, but his real value is in keeper and dynasty formats. The Massachusetts native won't turn 22 until April, so his long-term ceiling is massive. Stats projections for Boldy, they have him at 76 games, finishing with 24 goals, 35 assists for a grand total of 59 points, and a plus 13 with 14 power play points, and his shot total is expected to increase from 113 to 203. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where we will determine who exactly had more of an impact on the other player between Kevin Fiala and Matt Boldy. Was it Boldy who sparked that line, or was it Fiala who energized Matt Boldy and helped him when he was called into that uh, second line? Well, we'll find out. As far as those stat projections go, I think they're close. I just feel like Boldy is going to be able to exceed what is asked of him or what is projected of him because if you look at how things are going to play out, and yes, this could work as a negative as well, he will go from the number two option on his line to the top option He's going to go from Freddie Goudreau as a center to Marco Rossi as a center. And whether it ends up being Freddie Goudreau as the wing on that line or Tyson Jost, I think he's going to be able to develop a similar chemistry with Rossi. And I I know those two didn't play all the time together, 
down in Iowa, but they still played together and had uh, good chemistry in their own right when, uh, when they were on the ice at the same time. So I think Boldy's production will help by him being the top option on his line. Yes, there will be more attention given to him uh, throughout the season, which could potentially impact some of that scoring. But anytime that line is out on the ice, he's going to be the one that they are looking to get the puck to. It's much like Kirill Kaprizov with the Kaprizov-Zuccarello-Hartman line. It may end up looking different how it gets to that point, but the one that you want shooting the puck on that line is far and away Matt Boldy. So I think he's going to get a ton more opportunities, a ton of additional shots, and as a result, I think he can exceed 59 points in 76 games. I think he can get close to 70 points even this year. And I think he can be right around a uh, 25 to 30 goal scorer. So I am uh, projecting that his totals will be over what uh, ESPN Fantasy Hockey is projecting him for this upcoming season. The other angle that you put with this too is on the power play where he uh, showed a very keen eye for those power play units. And with Kevin Fiala no longer a part of that equation, a lot of that will fall to Boldy as well. So increased opportunities is the name of the game for Matt Boldy when he uh, ends up being the one to anchor that second line. And the hope is that it doesn't take a whole lot of time for that line to gel. Because as we talked about in Kirill Kaprizov's season expectations, and really all three of the players on that line, they're going to need to be able to help this team out early on in the season until some of these other lines flesh themselves out. And the hope is that this line, the Boldy, Rossi, Jost, or otherwise, the hope is that this line will be the one that gets going the fastest. So then that can take a little pressure off of your top line from a scoring standpoint. So there is certainly pressure on this line combo to be able to get some scoring punch. And Boldy's going to be the one leading the charge for that group. So I'm taking the over on those stats every day of the week. Now, there are other storylines to watch from Matt Boldy including one that is not opportune during the course of the biggest portion of the Zach Parisian Ryan Suter buyouts. So we'll take a look at the other storylines surrounding Matt Boldy heading into 2022-2023. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Matt Boldy is going to be a restricted free agent. After this season, he is this year making a cool and calm 880K, but he will be a restricted free agent after the year. And so the big storyline for him is what does his next contract look like? I would imagine it's pretty obvious 
that the Wild want him to be part of their long-term plans, part of that next core that the franchise is currently building in the midst of uh, trying to uh, still compete for compete for a playoff spot. Building that next core, which obviously Kirill Kaprizov is part of. Matt Boldy, huge part of that. You look further down, you've got guys such as Jesper Wallstead and some of the other prospects down in the system you're hoping can be that next nucleus that competes for a playoff spot and tries for a deep playoff run themselves. Do the Wild end up trying to give him a bridge deal to get through the buyouts and then get to the point where they can offer a uh, bigger contract such as um, what Kirill Kaprizov will inevitably get. Now, obviously, it's not going to be that big, but it could be something to where if they can get through the 2024-2025 season, then you are giving yourself an opportunity to, uh, to give him more money in addition to Kirill Kaprizov. So if you can cover 2023-2024, in 2024-2025, then the buyouts are back down to 800000 apiece, which is super manageable. And then you can afford to make him a higher-paid player because a lot of these other players may be off of their deals. I mean, just look at the, uh, look at the money that is on the books. From a forward perspective, heading into 2025-2026, $14.2 million on the books there, and $13.5 million on the books for defensemen. The only four players that are on the contract are that are under contract once the buyouts are back down to a minimum level are Karol Kaprizov, Jewel Eriksson Ek, Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodine. Beyond that, you got a blank canvas. And so you have as much as you need to do what needs to be done to keep Matt Boldy here long term. The other part of this, too, is there will be lots of prospects that will be playing, hopefully, at the NHL level at that time on cheaper deals. So there should be plenty of money to spend to keep Matt Boldy around on some sort of entry-level contract. Now, these next couple of seasons, it's going to be a little more dicey. So you're going to have to try to navigate this over the next couple of years with some other players coming off of the books that uh, that could help with that contract, such as Matt Dumba being an unrestricted free agent uh, after this season. So his money comes off the books. Freddie Goudreau's money comes off the books. Uh, you have also Tyson Jost as a restricted free agent. And you've got maybe one more season of Marc-Andre Fleury. So there's money coming off of the books, and the hope is that the salary cap will start to go up again. So they'll have the ability to do it. It's just I think a bridge deal makes the most sense, unless you can somehow convince Boldy to take a long-term deal right now that is a little bit less front-loaded than other contracts are. And I'm not sure if you can even do that in the NHL. It's it's easy in the NFL, for instance. But 
if you can get him to sign a contract similar to what some of these other players have signed recently, uh, Tim Stutzla, for example, uh, one that signed an extension here this offseason. Now, obviously, those are some pretty hefty deals, so it probably makes sense to give Boldy a bridge deal and say, hey, we, we know you're going to be good. Let's just see how things go here for the next couple of years, and we'll go from there. So that's, I think, the biggest storyline with Matt Boldy this year. The second one is obviously, will his line gel like the Fiala, Goudreau, Boldy line did at the end of last season? I, I don't worry as much about him and Marco Rossi specifically, it's just who ends up being the third person on that line. Is it Tyson Jost? Is it Freddie Goudreau? Is it somebody else? And does it take a little while for that to form some cohesion, which leads to a slow start for those guys? That, I think, is another big factor for this team because, as we've discussed, so goes this team as that line goes. Kaprizov line is going to do its thing. This team is dangerous when they can get that second line scoring at an elite level so that then you are forcing opponents to pick their poison. Do we go full bore at the Kaprizov line or do we go full bore at the Boldy line? That's where this team is playing at their best. So if they can get some good synergy from whoever is on Boldy's line right off the bat, that's going to go a long way towards this team being successful here this season. And beyond that, for Boldy, I mean, the thing that I always look for, and we, we discussed this at length with Kirill Kaprizov, and um, you know we have set the expectations high for what we want Matt Boldy to do this season, is what sorts of things does he add to the, um, the repertoire this season, what are some things that he adds to his skill set to try to help himself take that next step as an NHLer? You know, we we talk about the elite passing and the stick handling that Boldy brings to the ice. His ability to finish, also uh, very very good for someone his age, uh, for just in the NHL in general. So, what other skill sets can he offer? Can he add to complement what he does on the ice? Not the fleetest of foot by any means. So if you don't have that breakneck frontline speed, you've got to find some other ways to do things. And so um, that's, that's one of the big things I'll be watching this year is what sorts of other things does Matt Boldy add to his skill set to help complement his game and grow it to that next level that we all hope that he can hit here this season. All in all, I think it's going to be a fantastic year for Matt Boldy. Um, should be a great step forward towards being one of the uh, the cornerstones of this team uh, going forward through the rest of the buyouts and into the future. So uh, look forward to watching him in action once training camp starts on September 22nd. That's right. Training camp starts on the 22nd. And so we will take a look at the uh, training camp roster, names to watch, things along that line for tomorrow's episode. So make sure to check that out 
at Locked On Wild. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss out on any news regarding the Wild the rest of the offseason. Locked On Wild is keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.